0: Trading time for money, renting your life away to some big corporate job, I couldn't do that anymore. So this podcast was created to find my way through It was a journey of discovery and learning to model others who already did it, who are already successful, and creating my own way to financial freedom. So this is Freedom Hacking Podcast, and I'm Chelsea Mayo, and I'd love for you to join me on the ride and grow with me. Hi, so it's Chelsea, and I'm on here today with my friend and mentor, Sharnita Bryce. And I just wanted to introduce you guys to her because she has a really uh, awesome story and some really great tips and tricks with being a work-at-home mom and accomplishing many things and being a great leader and mentor. So I just wanted to say, welcome to my show, Sharnita. I'm so happy. Thank you all that Thank you me gave me your time for this. I'm very excited to have you on my YouTube channel and get back into YouTube interviews. Okay. <laughs> so I wanted to see if you wouldn't mind telling my viewers a little bit about yourself and your story and just, you know, let us know who you are.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. So hi guys. Thank you again, Chelsea. And so I'll kind of give you like the better version of the beginning portion of like my story. So I am legally blind in my left eye. I was um, born with an eye disease called photophobia. I later developed an eye disease called um, amblyopia and I cannot see anything on my left eye. And so I went to school, right? I was a cheerleader all my life, went to school and maybe like my third year, I had to stop everything. My eye, my body kind of like literally shut down. I'm mean, I with a double major. I was putting too much pressure on myself. And I knew that the whole go to school, get a regular job was not going to be in the plan for me. Because with the disability that I have, as I get older, my vision gets worse. So one day I will be completely blind. I just don't know when that day is going to be. So my motivation in life, like my sense of urgency is a little different from other people, right? Because I'm, I'm racing against the clock. But one thing about me is we're all racing against the clock we just don't see the clock that's above our head i just make sure that i keep my eye on the clock right because i know how time works and so with me i went down the road of i developed a second eye disease i became a painter right because i was depressed i was very very depressed i had to stop everything i was doing i kind of lost my sense of who i was because when we're younger we identify ourselves as the scholar the athlete, the this, and I had nothing to attach myself with. So I kind of lost my sense of identity. I started painting, people loved it. So I said, okay, this can be a business. And so I thought I was a business owner. I graduated with honors, double major, and I went on the path of being a painter. I got a full-time job, but I was a painter. And I thought it was a business because I was my own boss, but I slowly realized that I was self-employed. I just owned a job because if I got sick, my business got sick. If I went on a trip, my business went on a trip, right? And so I realized that I didn't have any systems in place. I just owned a job. Like I just created money when I wanted to and when the money. When I didn't do any active work, I didn't make any money. And so I did have a full-time job for three months. I don't think that was really a full-time job, but it was the hours are full-time, but they laid me off, not me per se, but the entire children's department, because I used to do the um, psychology and the art therapy for children transitioning from homelessness To housing and that was really important for me because those children need our help and I love working with children and helping people evolve but once that ended I just went full-time with my art and developing and then I had my first baby and on my path I was like you know what I don't know anything about money (laughs) Like, I knew how to make it I didn't know how to keep it I didn't know how to grow it so I said okay I'm a boss a business owner I need this, I figured out I need a financial advisor. I needed some. I needed help because I knew I couldn't reach out to my parents for that because I. I curious to learn from them. I know I wasn't where I wanted to be, and I know necessarily looking at them wasn't where I wanted to go. So I needed somebody outside of my immediate family to help me get there because. One thing I've noticed me being a Leo, a woman, a mother, we take everything and we put it on our own shoulders and we think we're supposed to do everything ourselves. In all my life, I trained myself that you don't, I could just do it myself. You don't have to do it. I'll just do it myself. And then I slowly realized like, no, I need help. Like I can't do this myself. And then I looked out at the best people out there, the best professionals, like the best athletes, they all have coaches. They know they're the best. Outside people know they're the best. They don't need validation, but they have a coach that's making them, that's improving them, that's helping them grow. And I was like, if a professional that knows that they're the best in their field has a coach, why don't I have a coach? Why don't I have a coach that's going to help me less per se in my finances? Because my finances dictate where I live, what school my children go to, what kind of food I'm able to eat. And so I got my financial advisor and she really helped me out in the beginning, right? And got everything laid out. And I had my second baby. I'm a real, I have a real estate investment firm with my husband. So I'm a serial entrepreneur, right? Entrepreneur, not business owner. I, I wanted you to hear that part because it's really different. Right now we're hearing, we're seeing hashtag entrepreneur, entrepreneur lifestyle, entrepreneur this. But what is an entrepreneur, right? I want to be a boss. I want to be a business owner. I want residual income. I want passive income. And once I actually figured out what I wanted, the the universe started slowly opening up to me so i had my second baby and i realized that me being an artist me doing real estate took too much time out of my schedule like i needed to change the relationship with switching time for money and having my money making money and so i reached out to my financial advisor she was one of my art clients i dropped off a painting to her and i was like hmm how much did you make in the last night 90 days and she was like yeah that, that's what i made in 90 days right and i was like okay So what kind of relationship can mean you have where I can refer people to you and I can get paid somehow like on a referral base because I just want passive income right now. And I became let's say a silent partner and I got my licenses. But what I realized is that me, I love serving people. And so being able to be in an environment where I'm able to serve other people simultaneously serving myself, giving myself that freedom of my time, freedom of my money it changed everything for me because let's just look at this year 2020 while it speeded it all the way forward i'm an artist who's coming to my art shows who's buying my art like yes i yes i have so art this year yes i have but it's not the same because it's not a necessity people are in a a struggle a, a crunch time right now art is not necessary it's just an additive right? With real estate. I had a deal that was going on right in the beginning of um, March Ended, got it cut because nobody wants to, they didn't want to make that leap knowing that, oh, my income isn't stable right now. So that income is shut. So I realized that the businesses that I created was not recession proof, right. but I still have a family, right? Because when people have a nine to five, you don't have to create that money. You just have to be there and the money comes, but in the environment that I'm in, it allows for me to be more creative because I create my money. And so being in the, I'm a financial advisor, right? I help run a financial brokerage, one of the largest financial brokerages in the country. And so I realized when people are literally zeroing in on their finances right now, even though two main financial doors for me closed, one opened so drastically for me and I was able to triple my income. When other people are Worried about their money, worried about where it's going to come from, like losing their jobs because people say that jobs are safe. I hope everybody realized that your job is not. I hope we all had like shed the light, remo- remove the veil of... Yeah. A job is not a safety net, okay? You don't have security there because when it's your... T- you don't have no... you You can't say, no, I want to stay and they let you stay. No. Mm-hmm. When it's your time, they let you know and you're gone. That's not security. That is Russian roulette okay so it's like we all know it's i know it and most people know that having multiple streams of income is not an option anymore it's not an option a job you can't pass down like and i realized that early i can't pass a job down so this year really opened up my eyes of how am i serving how am i being of value to people and where i was before i just wanted to make money it wasn't really about helping people. I just wanted to make money. And then it shifted from my desire of wanting to help people. The money was just coming naturally at that point. And where I'm going, I see that all the information and education that I learned throughout my path was not for me. It was for me to be able to give that to other people. My philosophy on life, and I say this to everyone, if you do not have a philosophy on life, you should get one because that's the fuel to your fire that's going to ignite you and push you forward on those days where our emotions are weighing on us heavy. Mm-hmm. I'm legally blind. I know I'm going to lose my vision one day. I have days when I wake up and I can't see anything and I need my team to have my back. So I know those hard, hard days. Like what's going to push me forward? What's going to be my fuel? So my philosophy on life is my service that I give to others is the rent that I pay for a living. I'm here to serve people. And I know that monetarily it's going to come to me. Now, when I was younger, I just wanted money. And then it was like, I was seeing scarcity, right? I was like sh- struggling for like the money would come and then the money would go. The money would come and the money would go, right? But yeah. that's because I, my intention was on something else. Now I've shifted my intention on healing myself and healing others, serving myself and ser- serving others. And that universal flow has been created from that, right? And so I would say from... My journey of motherhood, being a mom with disabilities, um, being an entrepreneur, being a woman, period. I would say my top three things. I can't think of one thing. I'm not one of those kind of people that can just like, I don't even have a favorite color. It's like a top three, right? Top three things. (laughs) Top three. Perfect. I would say, don't wait until you're old to stop caring what people think. When I was younger, I was so fearful of sharing my story and sharing that I was disabled. I just wanted it to be normal. So I went through all my life not sharing my story and hiding this. I didn't tell my mother how severe my disability was until I was 16 years old. I kept it a secret from my own mom. My father my grandmother and myself kept that a secret because I didn't wanna put that burden on my mom because I saw how sad she was knowing that I was going through something this difficult right? Like they were telling me like, you're going to be, you're going to lose your blood, your vision completely. And so when I started going out and into adulthood and stuff like that, I cared so much about what people thought of me because I wasn't bringing in a consistent income in the beginning. I Some days I had a lot of money and sometimes I had nothing at all. And I cared so much about what my old friends and old schoolmates would think about the entrepreneur life because six years ago entrepreneurs that was not the fun life like this is a recent thing of it being like cute it wasn't cute then it was like that's what you're going to do when I told my mother I was going to be an entrepreneur and I was going to pursue my art she said no you're going to get a job and so I realized then your vision isn't made for other people keep your vision to yourself um don't operate on your feelings because that was one of the biggest mistakes I made in the beginning Uh, If I didn't feel like painting, I didn't. If I didn't feel like making a call, I didn't. Emotions are temporary, and emotions will put you in a deep, dark hole. You do not base your actions on your emotions. You base it on what your desired goals are. And that's one thing I will, that is, I'm glad that happened to me, actually. I'm glad that happened to me so I can help other people. Don't operate on your feelings. Even you know with me and you, Chelsea. Yep. You You know how I am. (laughs) I ask you what makes you feel the most uncomfortable and then I I have you do that. Yeah. Because I know that's everything that's on the other side of our fear, everything on the other side of like our comfort zone is everything that we need to be successful. Mm -hmm. So don't operate on your feelings and don't think you can do it by yourself. Don't want to do it by yourself. Don't, don't. That's one thing I struggled for years trying to do. Don't do it by yourself. Have somebody that you can lean on. Because so, we have a, a lens, right? we have a perspective, and we have a limited perspective based on our experiences. So we can't really see that much. But imagine bringing outside people with outside experiences, they can open up your perception. And that's what we want, we wanna lean on people. We should be utilizing each other. So like whatever business you're in, whatever you're doing in your life, Do it with the team. Now, I'm not saying you necessarily have to do it with family or you have to do it with your friends, but find your tribe. People are out there like you. A lot of, I know I felt lost when I first had my enlightenment phase in my life. And I wanted to be an entrepreneur. I started meditating. I stopped eating meat. I cut all my hair off. I felt like I lost everybody, right? But I actually found myself and I found the people that I needed to make me feel whole. All right, So those are, I guess, I don't know if that was more than three, but that's no, like that's my top. Perfect. That's perfect. <laughs> that's like my top. Right. And that helped me on my journey.
0: Right. And those are things that you don't know until you've been through it, you know, like, yes. you know, uh, you, you really do believe, like, especially if you're, you know, a student and you went through school, like no one got you through school. You did it on your own. So you're used to like working hard and getting what you want, but sometimes you really do need to network out and. That's the beauty of the internet really is yes. you can find anybody that resonates with you online like you don't have to stay within your network within this small little area in your community and chances are you won't find those people in your area. Exactly. Like exactly. I don't have any entrepreneur friends <laughs> in my immediate network. I mean, you know, there's some things like I could say my mom is an entrepreneur, but around here like it's just not there so really i mean right. on, online you can find those people who resonate with you and um learn from each other and share each other's tips and and experiences because you know that helps you for sure you know get a one a leg up on other people who maybe have had that forever you know some yes. people have the support so you need to learn from each other and read <laughs> lots of reading (laughs) right lots
1: of reading and applying the knowledge I've sat in front of so many people who have shouted out I've read that I've learned that I know that Hmm. well where's the action where's the Yes. That's like one thing I feel about people going to school for business. Now I'm all for school to figure out your independence and things that you like on that aspect of school. But like you go to school to get a business degree, getting taught business by somebody that doesn't own their own business. Ah, they're
0: teaching you corporate America, not business owned and entrepreneurship. They're not teaching you that. Right. And it's it's not new information. It's it's old information. We need, (laughs) we need today's information and it changes so fast. There's so many different things, so many different techniques, technology. Yes. It's moving so fast that you have to learn how to learn and you have to figure it out on your own and have the motivation to, you know, be hungry for it and go for it. Right. And And be open
1: to relearn, learn,
0: Learn, relearn, unlearn, (laughs) (laughs) unlearn. That's a huge thing. And I know Perfectionism is one thing that I've always had to struggle with and done is better than perfect. And now some things like you need it to be done exactly right, but you need to work through it to get it to perfect. So you have to And do I'm glad it. you said that. <laughs> Cuz that's something that I've
1: always battled with. Like I'm an undercover perfectionist. So oh, I'm yeah. like mm, no, I can't post that. Mm, no, I can't do that. But that is why can't I do that? That's when I had that conversation with myself. Why can't I? Mhm. Because what what the Undercover, with the underlying factor is, I say I can't do it because I care what other people may think and their response is going to be. Mm-hmm. Well, other people's
0: opinion don't feed your family, even though you know you do say that. But also to the feedback helps you learn so sometimes it's good to throw it out there and just see like hey you know what whatever if i messed up like someone will let me know about it (laughs) (laughs) and then give their own opinion And then right and use it constructively don't like sit in a corner and be like oh i messed up you know i'm never gonna do that again no you're gonna do it again think of thomas edison how many times did he have the experiment for the light bulb i think it was over a thousand times he failed a thousand times if he gave up we would we wouldn't have light bulbs <laughs> exactly like you have to fail to learn and that is that is one of the hardest things for me like you know i yes. was in the science field and learning how to fail and not be stuck by it and like pushing through it and just saying, you know what, I'm going to learn from this and make it better next time. And you just keep making it better. It's not a mistake. It's a new way that you learned not to do it. <laughs> and that's how we have to be in life. I feel like
1: we were programmed to think that it has to be perfect based on school. And then we have to unlearn that same kind of program because it's okay to, to make a mistake. Like I have my whole entire entrepreneurial career has been me feeling my way forward and figuring it out on the ride
0: yes that is that is definitely true (laughs) definitely for me too I mean you know I I went from one field to one over here nothing related (laughs) at all and I had to learn everything yes and it's like you know you just figure it out you just figure it out so I really appreciate your story today. And I think we talked about a lot of really awesome things, Sharnita. Um, Thank you. I know some of my audience members might want to reach out to you and get to know you a little bit. Um, is there a way that you want people to get in touch with you?
1: Absolutely. I am. Um, I am an Instagram lover. Okay. So follow me on Instagram. It's Sharnita 101. Um and join my journey, my motherhood journey, my DIY journey, I'm a DIY lover, okay, because I am an artist, my art journey, and my journey of just building and growing and navigating through this adulthood entrepreneurial path while trying to maintain my sanity.
0: Finding (laughs) the balance. No, seriously, because it's
1: all a balance. It's literally all a balance, and I'm blessed that I can say that I get to do all of it from home with my babies.
0: Yes, and my husband. That is amazing. That is yeah, and you were able to retire your husband and have him work at home too. Yes, so I was able to liberate
1: my husband for him to be with me because he is. I will say he is like my caretaker too because I don't drive, I don't go to stores, like I can't go to any stores at nighttime. Some days I can't even get up, and he has to be that person. So I'm glad for the time that I had I was had a sense of urgency built something up for us so now that we're here you know we're able to live go through the bumps and stuff like that but we created a plan to help us out and smooth out that path because we know life is going to happen you may have a plan but life has its own plan oh yeah so as long as you have like you know your plan your contingency plans and just know that life has your back even though events series of events make us stronger as long as you have that kind of perception then Mm -hmm. that's the main tool that you have but that's all my journey that's on instagram sharnita 101 come follow me it's fun
0: yes we we're definitely learning a lot about instagram recently too and I, I think that's really fun like using the reels right the stories and stuff like I'm loving instagram lately so Definitely keep a lookout for that because she always has really interesting things on her stories. Thanks Chelsea. (laughs) So I'm going to wrap this up but like I said, she's going to be on Instagram. I'll put that in the description. So if you guys want to reach out to her or just follow her journey, she'll be on there. And I really appreciate you guys uh, sticking to it and watching this whole video. Uh, If you could just subscribe and hit the notification bell. So then when I post a new video, you'll be notified. And until next time, see you guys. Bye.